say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. George Stephanopoulos failed to ask Joe Biden a single question about the Hunter Biden emails, demonstrating for all that ABC is not actually a news organization. Over at NBC, Savannah Guthrie spent the evening badgering Donald Trump and spreading falsehoods, demonstrating for all that NBC is an actual news organization either. And Amy Coney Barrett's confirmation hearings ended yesterday, and the Democrats failed to lay a glove on her. With these stories and more from an American nationalist perspective, I'm Jim Dawes, and this is Right Now. And thank you for tuning in. This conversation never ends. You can follow me on Twitter and Facebook at Right Now Jim Dawes. You can shoot me an email at rightnowjimdawes at gmail.com, or you can call or text the vent line and leave your rants at 772-245-0750. I'd like to start the broadcast by asking a small favor. Uh, would you, if you're listening to this on your uh, on your smartphone or on your computer, take a second for me to hit um, the uh, share or the retweet button, give me a like. I'm trying to grow this audience so that uh, this analysis can get out uh, and try to combat the uh, uh, the corporate media's total censorship and disinformation campaigns in the run up to this election, we're uh, we've been growing very well. I appreciate your listen listenership, but if you could uh, give me a hand here, if you're listening to this show, it must mean you like it. Share it with your friends, share it on your social media platforms, and I would very much appreciate that. So if you watch this uh, Biden town hall last night, I watched most of the Biden town hall, and then I watched the uh, the Trump town hall uh, on YouTube. <laughs> and I got to tell you that Biden town hall has got to be an embarrassment. If you if you are somebody who you know grew up wanting to be a journalist, went to college, got trained to to be a journalist. And then you become this twisted shell of a fake journalist like George Stephanopoulos did last night. And a lot of the media has done in response to this New York Post story. I mean, how do you have any self-respect? How do you justify being in that profession if you are not reporting the news, but actually suppressing the news and trying to hide stories for a political agenda. Now I know a lot of these reporters would like to cover these, you know, this story, but they're not allowed to because of their corporate masters. But does that not leave you a debased and twisted excuse for something that you claim to be? If you're a journalist that's engaged in this cover up and this disinformation campaign you'll find yourself on your deathbed one day and look back and realize your life was a lie. But George Stephanopoulos 
last night. He had 90 minutes with uh, Sleepy Joe, who was obviously jacked up on Adderall and uh, in you know some sort of speed because by and large he was able to form coherent sentences. He was able to fall back on his uh, his pat talking points that the Democrats trot out every four years. Um, but George Stephanopoulos, not a single question on what is undoubtedly the largest political scandal in our lifetimes, at least in George Stephanopoulos' lifetime, total blackout over there. ABC news embarrassed itself. Even if you believe the story is not true, you have to ask about it. I mean, the story is obviously true. <laughs> the, the, uh, the mainstream media talking point is this is Russian disinformation. How do they know that? Where do they get that idea? You've got actual photographs of Hunter Biden's emails with, you know, the, uh, headings and the addresses. You've got photographs of Hunter Biden engaged in drug abuse and all sorts of debauched activities. Where do they get the idea that it's Russian disinformation? They haven't done any uh, independent reporting on it. But the media and ABC News and over at uh, NBC are complicit in the corruption. If Joe Biden gets elected after all of this has come out, you don't think this is going away. Eventually, they're going to have to acknowledge the reality of what these emails say that Joe Biden was engaged in corruption, selling, selling influence, selling his office. And if Joe Biden were to be elected, I, I think that he's going to have to probably resign very early in his, his term to try to avoid prosecution. These are violations of the foreign, um, corruption act. They send people to jail for this. And maybe, you know, maybe that's what they want. Biden gets in there. He throws in the towel. He knows that if anybody comes after him, that Kamala Harris will issue a pardon. But maybe, you know, this is uh, the, the act, actually what the Trojan horse looks like. You get old Sleepy Joe in there who, you know, is a comforting uh, appearance for uh, the, the low information voters that don't don't want to deal with uh, the rough and tumble of Trump politics. Not a single question, man. Uh, how do you look yourself in the mirror? How do you go on TV and hold yourself out as a journalist when you're going to turn a blind eye to a massive scandal like this? The, the most um, confrontational he got was sounded something like this when he asked Joe Biden, well, you uh, you say you don't want the Green New Deal, but it's on your website. So are you for it or against it? You say you're not for it, but in your website it says you call it a crucial framework. The Green my, New Deal. My, my deal is a crucial framework, but not the new Green Deal. <laughs> no, that's not what it says. It says on your website this morning that the Green New Deal, written by AOC, a Marxist document designed to use climate change as a uh, a lever to 
convert this country, it's on there. He calls it the new green deal. Total lie. He was all about the green new deal and ending fracking and eliminating fossil fuels altogether during the primaries. Now he's, he's, uh, done a one eighty. There was one, um, black voter last night that, um, that did, um, refer to one of Joe Biden's famous gaffes. Demographic in this election will be black voters under the age of 30, not because they'll be voting for Trump, but because they won't vote at all. I myself have had this exact same conflict. So my question for you then is, besides you ain't black, what do you have to say to young black voters who see voting for you as further participation in a system that continually fails to protect them? Uh, It's a sellout is what it is. It's not that they're failing to protect you. It's It's they're failing to create an economy that blacks can thrive in. At one point in the in the evening, uh, Joe Biden said that he would uh, he would mandate vaccines. Well, he he sort of stopped a little short of that. He he implied that if you didn't have a vaccine, you couldn't hold a job, you couldn't go to school, you couldn't travel. He also, you know, tried to fudge on the lockdown question. He said, "Well, he doesn't have a actual authority to order lockdowns, but he would get all the governors in a room and make sure that they capitulated." That was the same position he took on masks. They want to call Donald Trump the the dictator and the authoritarian, but they're the ones that are wanting to violate the Constitution for this so-called health crisis. He said at one point uh, that, that he repeated that line when when a black voter asked him about his crime bill. He said, well... You know, uh, the crime bill may have been bad, but it wasn't my fault. I'm not responsible for anything negative it did, although he was the sponsor of the bill. And then he fell back to mumbling something about police ought to shoot people in the leg. You know what? (laughs) People like Joe Biden that have never had to work on the streets and deal with the violence and the uh, deranged people ought to stop second-guessing police officers. You see these uh, these videos online where cops are shooting uh, deranged attackers multiple times, and they keep coming, stabbing, shooting. No, a cop's got to do a 30-year career on the job. He can't afford to err on the side of the violent criminal. They, uh, they return to this question of court packing that I think is just a, 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 a false scandal that is actually being cultivated by the Democrats in order to keep the subject off of the, the uh, free health care for illegal aliens, the open borders, all of the just insane policies that they said that they supported during the primaries. Stephanopoulos asked him ever so gently, do you really think that you shouldn't have to answer whether or not you would pack the court? 
I have not been a fan of Pat uh, court packing because I think it just generates what will happen. Every whoever wins, it just keeps moving in a way that is inconsistent with what is going to be manageable. So you're still not a fan? Well, I'm not a fan. I didn't say uh, it depends on how this turns out, not how he wins, but how it's handled, how it's handled. But there's a number of things that are going to be coming up, and there's going to be a lot of discussion about other alternatives as well. What does that mean, how it's handled? How will that determine? Well, for for, for example, there's actually real live debate on the floor if people are really going to be able to have a time to go through this. You know, I don't know anybody who's gone on the floor and and, that's been a controversial justice in terms of making fundamentally altering the, the, the makeup of the court that's gone through in a day kind of thing. I mean, it depends on how much they rush this. Well, right now, it looks like they're going to have a vote around Halloween. So if they vote on it That's before the election, day. if they vote on it before the election, you are open to expanding the court? I'm open to considering what happens from that point on. So he will not say that he won't uh, fundamentally alter our form of government by executive fiat. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Joe. He won't denounce Antifa. He won't denounce rioting. He won't denounce packing the court. Last night at one point during the debate or the the, the town hall, the the uh, big, long, 90-minute wet kiss that George Stephanopoulos gave Joe Biden, they took a question from a mother of a, uh, a transgender 8-year-old, and Joe Biden came out in support of permanently altering the physical makeup of an eight-year-old because they they've got some gender confusion. How many how many girls did you grow up with that were tomboys that were all about getting in there with the boys rough and tumble? That thought maybe you know they they would have rather been a boy and boys, you know, playing with Barbie dolls and such. Children are forming their identity. And biology at some point solves all of these issues and people come to accept who they really are. Joe Biden and the Democrats want to get in there and allow medical doctors to physically uh, mutilate um, these these children. But it was at the Biden debate just uh, a... all of these poll-tested soothing lies that the Democrats have poll-tested and generated this narrative over the decades, they get into Washington, nothing gets done. They just get in there and do like Joe Biden did, sell out the interests of the American people, jump on the gravy train. And every four years, you know, they, they rotate in and out of government and think tanks, both parties selling out American people just as hard as they can. That's why Mitt Romney is all uh, is running interference for Hunter Biden and the Burisma because he's got a bunch of sons that are busy selling out the country as well. ABC News acted like the public relations arm of the Democrat Party last night. They were in crisis control mode in support of their chosen candidate. And it was, you know, actually when I was watching it, it felt sort of like a funeral of 
of our form of government. You know, they call the news media the fourth estate for the reason, for a reason they're required to be there, uh, to ask tough questions of our, uh, elected representatives. And when George Stephanopoulos goes on national TV and doesn't ask the question that is on everybody's mind, that's tuning in, that is a, a just a massive portrayal of his profession of its role in our form of government and of his viewers. It was Orwellian is the word everybody keeps using. That's, that's the only thing you can say to describe it. We're going to run out to a break. And when we come back, we'll take a look at what happened over at NBC news with Savannah Guthrie debating Donald Trump. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. So over at NBC, they realized that uh, since this uh, debate between Trump and Biden was canceled and ABC News was able to snag a, uh, a town hall with with Joe Biden, that they were going to get trounced in the ratings that night. So they called up Donald Trump and they said, hey, how would you like to do your own town hall opposite ABC? Now, that's from a ratings point of view, which is what NBC News is in the business of. That's a smart move. Because Donald Trump is much more entertaining and dynamic to watch than sleepy Joe Biden with, with um, George Stephanopoulos tossing him softballs. But uh, that, oh man, did that make the the news media angry? It made the uh, Hollywood glitterati angry. It made all of the pundits angry. How dare you intrude on Joe Biden's chance to show him? to the American public without the, uh, the inconvenience of any tough questions or, uh, an opposing, um, candidate. And they, they launched this campaign to make NBC news, either cancel Trump's town hall or to turn it in as a, uh, they said repeatedly on social media, a nightmare for Donald Trump. Well, Savannah Guthrie was only too glad to um, comply, and she made it a, a basically a, a, a debate between a hostile moderator who doesn't have to hold any positions and Donald Trump, who had to sit there and listen to questions, the perfectly predictable questions, I should say. Uh, where is it? Uh, well, I've got a clip here. This is a sort of a contrast between what happened between the two debates. I stopped doing big meetings. I started wearing masks. We, you know, so it was at a time when the science was saying. And, and I agree. But with there's not a satanic uh, pedophile. I have no idea. I know you don't know that. that? 
Okay. No, I don't know. You that. just and neither, this week. Do you know that? Okay. Just this week. Why, you why are you asking me about Antifa? De- depending on the continuation of the spread of the virus, we should be thinking about making a mandate. How could you enforce that? Well, you couldn't. That's the problem. Just like you can't afford, you can't enforce measles. You can't. You can't come to school unless you have a measles shot. You've done this to why me and everybody. Why does it seem like I denounce white supremacy? Okay. You did two days later. White supremacy. There's actually real live debate on the floor. It's about wearing masks and having, for example, your but rallies. Your rallies As don't require example, masks. No, no. I mean, let's see Kamala. She's got people. There's no record of you calling for social distancing, limited social gatherings, mandatory masks. Not back then. In January, February. No, in right. January, February. No, that's correct. There wasn't. That came at the end of March, and then I laid out a detailed plan. That's two people. million figure, though, is if you we literally did nothing. People. The two million figure is if you did absolutely nothing, it would be two million. If the we, question is, if should, the did, death, should the deaths be better than 200,000 when I relative to the rest let, of the world we have a worse happening. death rate? I left North Carolina. Government contracts. Everything from making sure they have aircraft carriers to... So you get the picture. Savannah Guthrie was badgering the president all night. I wish I could find that question where he... She once again raised, demanded that Donald Trump denounce white supremacy for the 150th time, pretending that he hadn't been, um, you know, clear enough. He's issued actual written proclamations denouncing white supremacy. But they had to make it a nightmare for Trump. And Savannah Guthrie had to come in there as the inquisitor. At one point in the evening, she took off on this jag on QAnon. While we're denouncing, let me ask you about QAnon. It is this theory that uh, Democrats are a satanic pedophile ring and that you are the savior of that. Well, let me just say this about that. I don't necessarily believe that the Democratic Party per se is a satanic pedophile ring, but I believe there are pedophile rings out there, quite large ones, and that they are all Democrat. All you have to do is look out in California where they recently passed a law that would allow pedophiles to not be listed on a sex offender registry. That's called, that should be renamed the, the Hollywood pedophile act. Now, can you just once and for all state that that is completely not true so and disavow QAnon yeah. in its entirety? I know nothing about QAnon. I just told I you. I know very little. You told me, but what you tell me doesn't necessarily make it fact. I hate to say that. I know nothing about it. I do know they are very much against uh, pedophilia. They fight it very hard, but I know nothing about it. They believe it, it is if a you'd satanic like call run by the deep state. The subject. <laughs> when she's asking that question, she looks for all the world like a satanic uh, image. I'll tell you what I do know about. I know about Antifa, and I know about the radical left, and I know how violent they are and how vicious they are, and I know how they're burning down cities run by Democrats, not run Republican by Republicans. Republican Senator Ben Sass. So, you know, that's a good time to uh, point out that over at ABC, Stephanopoulos never asked uh, Joe Biden to denounce Antifa. He has steadfastly refused to denounce Antifa. Joe uh, Joe Biden went through 90 minutes, didn't get a single question suggesting that he might want to take the opportunity to condemn them. 
is run by Democrats, not run Republican by Republicans. Republican Senator Ben Sass said, quote, QAnon is. Oh, she's going to quote Ben Sass. Ben Sass is going to be the new John McCain. A reliable person to offer a soundbite and a quote to, to bludgeon the president with. In that little clip there, she was talking about the COVID numbers. And, oh, it could have been $2.5 million if we didn't do anything. Well, guess what? In those same charts, Dr. Burks and Dr. Fauci showed that if we did everything absolutely right, the number would probably be in the area of 250000 So guess where it is? It looks like by the end of the year, it's going to be right about 250000 That might have been pointed out. Actually, the president should be better prepared and point that out for himself. You got all these clips of Savannah Guthrie previously interviewing Joe Biden, handling him ever so gently, suggesting questions, accepting obviously bogus answers. She gets on the stage with Donald Trump last night and becomes a a frenzied attack dog. I don't know what the ratings came in as. I know which was better TV because I watched them both. And it most definitely was Donald Trump. He won big on YouTube. I do know that. We don't know the actual ratings. We're going to go out to a break and then we're going to catch up on this New York Times Hunter Biden bombshell story. And we'll look at the end of the hearings for Amy Coney Barrett right after these messages on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo 5 Radio Network. Stick with us. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. And you're back on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo 5 Radio Network. Your daily journal of news, politics, and culture from an American nationalist perspective. So I feel like I should have done a better job showing just how unhinged Savannah Guthrie uh, was last night in Donald Trump's hour-long NBC News town hall where she was acting as inquisitor. The town hall format is supposed to allow undecided voters to ask the president a question. As soon as the president started answering the, uh, the questions from the audience, Savannah Guthrie would butt in and start, start trying to uh, badger the president and put her interpretation of his answer on the uh, on the format, but the the one that really demonstrated is when Savannah Guthrie, like a good little leftist, trotted out this this white supremacy canard against Trump again. Who is every time he you know clears his throat, he's required to denounce white supremacy. And it's you know this this is not a question that hasn't been answered. This is not a question that they don't know how he'll answer. This is their way of smearing him. When did you stop beating your wife question? Here's what it sounded like. 
we're not doing that, so let's clear up a few things from the last one. You were asked point blank to denounce white supremacy. In the moment, you didn't. You asked some follow-up questions. Who specifically? A couple of days later, on a different show, you 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 denounced white supremacy. My question to you is, why does it seem like... I denounced white supremacy, okay? You did two days later. I denounced white supremacy for years, but you always do it. You always start off with a question. You didn't ask Joe Biden whether or not he denounces Antifa. I watched him on the same basic show with Lester Holt, and he was asking questions like Biden was a child. This is a little bit of a dodge. He's denounced white supremacy three or four times just in the answer to that question. She says it's a dodge. She's like Biden was a child. Well, well so this so is a little bit ready? of a dodge. Are you, wait, are you listening? I denounce white supremacy. Okay. What's your next question? Do you feel, it feels sometimes you're hesitant to do so. Like you hesitant. wait a Here we go again. Every time, in fact, my people came, I'm sure they'll ask you the white supremacy question. I denounce white supremacy. And frankly, you want to know something? I denounce Antifa and I denounce these people on the left that are burning down our cities that are run by Democrats who don't know what they're... (laughs) You know, they just have to get in the old canards. I'm surprised she didn't put in the fine people hoax. I guess they've... They've beat that dead horse so much now that uh, she'll just, you know, fall back on the white supremacy accusation in the form of a question. There's a lot more substantive uh, clips I could play you from Trump's town hall. He uh, he defended his his appointment to the court. Let me do uh, play you this one though. Uh, 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 an undecided voter asked about the corporate tax rates that the Democrats are trying to vilify as being a sop to the rich when in fact what they're doing is creating jobs and prosperity in this country by bringing uh, manufacturers and factories back and uh, donald trump really hit this one out of the park how are you? Hi, I'm great. How are you? Nice to see you. Thank Good you. Good to see you. So corporate tax rates are a hot button issue and you have cut corporate tax rates and your opponent, Joe Biden, is planning to raise them. Right. A lot of Americans think that corporations don't pay their share of taxes and want to see those tax rates increase. Right. What do you say to those Americans to maybe tell them why you want the corporate tax rate lower and why that helps them? It's a great question. We've created more jobs than this country has ever created. We were up to 160 million jobs. We were never even close to that number. We were just hitting 160 million jobs. Companies are pouring into our nation because of the tax rate. And if Biden comes in and raises taxes on everybody, including middle income taxes, which he wants to do, you will blow this thing and you'll end up with a depression, the likes of which you've never had. That's what's going to happen. We have something that's really good. The reason we're coming back so strong is because we built a very strong foundation. Companies are moving in. Car companies are moving into Michigan and to Ohio and to South Carolina and North Carolina just today. So what's happening is they're coming in because we reduce the taxes. Our taxes, our corporate taxes were the highest in the world. And now they're among the lower taxes. They're not the lowest, but they're among the lowest. And what that means is jobs. But also we're doing a very big and we've done a very. So this is uh, this is the Democrats you know, favorite playbook to try to generate class envy and class warfare. You notice how, when the president says he wants to put tariffs on imports, 
they immediately run out and they scream, oh, those those costs are just going to be passed on to the consumer. That's really a, a, a tax increase on the consumer. No, it's not really because those importers have to compete with each other. And uh, what it does is create space for American manufacturers and, and jobs. But when it's uh, a corporate tax rates, they tend to, for, or they purposely, forget that concept altogether that those those costs are just passed on to the consumer actually what they do is they uh, they do even worse than that they make it impossible for uh, that corporation to compete and uh, and they have to take their production offshore the democrats don't want to face basic economic truths like that because they're too busy trying to get elected by uh, stoking class envy one more clip from the town hall. I'll just end it on this. Good evening, Mr. President. Thank you, Thank you very much. I have to say, you have a great smile. Thank you. Thank you. As, so, he does. You're so handsome when you smile. <laughs> so the president is actually blushing when she says that. It was a, a kind moment, and, and she didn't ask him a, a, a real tough question, but it wasn't. It, the question that that voter asked was actually more um tough than anything george stephanopoulos asked joe biden all evening so i'm anxious to see these uh, ratings uh, from the broadcast uh, usually they come in a, a day or two after and see who won this i predicted that uh, joe biden was going to win the ratings because everybody was anxious to see him have to answer the question on these uh, Hunter Biden emails that the New York Post has has uh, brought forward. <laughs> if they did, they were sorely disappointed. ABC News was too busy uh, slobbering over Joe Biden. You know this uh, this dueling town halls was supposed to be a town hall with both of them present. Of course, that was canceled because uh, they, they wanted to make it a virtual event. And the president said, well, that's, you know, that's really not worth my time. I want to actually meet with voters. They had, uh, as selected, the debate commission had selected Steve Scully to moderate that town hall. Of course, Steve Scully got caught accidentally sending a tweet out in the open when he meant to send a direct message to Anthony Scaramucci asking for advice on how he should handle Donald Trump, should I respond to Donald Trump? He said in this, Scully immediately said, well, I didn't really do that. I wasn't communicating with the rabid anti-Trumper Anthony Scaramucci. I would never do such a thing. And he was immediately supported by all of the, the usual actors in media. John Roberts at Fox, oh, Steve Scully is as honest as the day ends long. He would never do something like that. Joe Lockhart, the former press secretary for Bill Clinton, said, if Steve Scully says he didn't send it, you can take it to the bank, period. Anyone who questions him or makes accusations is a damn liar. Frank Luntz, the pollster, said something very similar. Of course, you know that Brett Scully or Steve Scully has had to admit that in fact he was lying about his account being hacked. His account was never hacked. He was caught sending a, a tweet out in the open that was meant to be a direct message. 
And, uh, you know, now the big scandal is about he was, uh, he, he, he was lying about it being, uh, a hack. Well, yeah, he lied to everybody. He made fools out of all of his supporters, but the real scandal that has to be kept in mind here is that the debate commission picked a moderator who interned with Joe Biden, such a committed Democrat that he was on the staff of one of the most far left Democrats of his age, Ted Kennedy, and had pictures taken just a few years back where, where he was at a private, so, private social gathering with Joe Biden and they're standing and grinning arm to arm. No, the real scandal here is that Scully exposed himself as a partisan by asking advice from one of the most rabid anti-Trumpers in uh, on the scene. Our debate commission assigned a moderator that had interned for Crooked Joe, an aide to Ted Kennedy, and was colluding with Anthony Scaramucci. So C-SPAN has suspended him. I don't know if they're going to bring him back after, you know, uh, uh, all of this settles down. But as a condition of being brought back, he ought to have to release all of his direct messages to Anthony Scaramucci. We, we need to see exactly what the depth of this collusion was. Hey, we're going to run out to a break, and when we come back, we're going to catch up on the New York Post revelations right after these messages. Stick with us. Rebel rousers, instigators, troublemakers, freaks, agitators, fanatics, scallywags, scamps, firebrands, rogues, scoundrels, mojo sexuals, mojo 5 Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Instigators, troublemakers, agitators, fanatics, scallywags, scamps, firebrands, rogues, scoundrels, mojo sexuals, mojo 5 So the New York Post is making absolute fools out of the rest of the news media because they've got this scoop with Hunter Biden's emails recovered from a laptop that he foolishly left at a, uh, a repair shop. The Democrats are mobilizing the Democrat media complex saying, oh, this is Russian disinformation. You can't listen to this. It has to be censored. We can't talk about it. We can only talk about the arguments in favor of Joe Biden uh, uh, being exposed this way. They don't bother to actually check out the story. They don't bother to camp out in front of Hunter Biden's house. They didn't even bother to ask a simple question of Joe Biden last night when they had 90 minutes. They have not contacted any of the Ukrainian players in this scandal or any of the Chinese players in this scandal. They just want this to, uh, the, the clock to run out and maybe they can get Joe Biden in there. Maybe then they'll recover some of their shredded dignity and start actually being reporters. You know, this wouldn't be very difficult to determine whether or not, not it was a, uh, you know, a, a fraud. If it was a fraud, don't you think 
that the Biden campaign would have had Hunter Biden come out and say, no, I never took a laptop to a repair shop in Wilmington, Delaware. No, I never sent these emails. None of this is true. Don't you think that would happen? That's the, the dog that didn't bark. That's, um, Sherlock Holmes dog that didn't bark. If they're not denying it, you can bet it's true. They've got some campaign surrogates out there, lower level ones whose credibility doesn't really matter saying that it's proof that these allegations are false because Twitter and Facebook are censoring them. That's, that's the circular logic and the, the level of their defense. Oh no, these emails are real. The fact that the media doesn't want to, uh, do anything to investigate, which would confirm that they're real tells you that they're real. The fact that the Biden campaign isn't denying them. He's not even denying that he met with, uh, the third ranking officer at Burisma any longer. So the, the latest revelation to come out of the New York post and what they're going to be doing right up to the election day is, uh, is, you know, continuing to sell papers by, um, covering ever increasing damning stories from these emails. I don't know how the mainstream media is going to continue to, uh, to hold the line at keeping these from the American voters, but the, the latest, um, batch that they released yesterday actually shows Burisma delivering Hunter Biden a a list of things they wanted him to do in return for the $83,000 a month retainer they were paying him. This guy, Nikolai Zlocheski, wrote Hunter Biden an email and said, the scope of work should also include organization of a visit of a key number of widely recognized and influential and or former U.S. policymakers to Ukraine in November. Guess what? That, that happened, including, uh, including Joe Biden. He said, we need to bring positive signal messaging and support on Nikolai's issue to the Ukrainian top officials with the ultimate purpose, pay attention, with the ultimate purpose to close down any cases slash pursuits against Nikolai in the Ukraine. You don't get $3.1 million for your name. They keep saying, oh, they hired him because his last name is Biden. No, that that's a euphemism for they hired you because they were the son of the vice president of the United States who was in charge of Ukraine policy at the time. How would you be like to be a reporter and the biggest political scandal in your lifetime breaks and you're required to ignore it, not only ignore it, but try to uh, minimize it and hide it from the American people. How would you have any respect, self-respect? So let's, uh, let's go to the clips. Let's go to the clips. This is Rudy Giuliani, who, of course, uh, the uh, the repair shop owner approached when the FBI didn't do anything with this damning evidence that he had presented to them. 
really right now, Twitter and Facebook are saying that they're banning this information, calling it a distribution of hacked materials. But in the report, it says that you got this information from the repair store owner. Is that correct? Let's find a, a better clip here. Let's do this one. I also have here another email that didn't come out in the post. And this email makes it clear what the game was. The RICO violation that I've been talking about for for two years. I knew they did this. I could never prove it before. Basically, what happens is the the bad guy like Zloshevsky or Yi Jinping or the Russia, the Russian uh, uh, widow Mm -hmm. gives three million, four million, five million, ten million to this drug addict. Right. And what does the drug addict do? Well, he's writing to his daughter here. This is Hunter Biden to his daughter. He says. But I don't receive any respect, and that's fine, I guess. Works for you, apparently. I hope you all can do what I did and pay for everything for this entire family for 30 years. It's really hard. But don't don't worry. Unlike Pop, I won't make you give me half your salary. Yeah, I mean, just... Basically, you you got it, right? I mean, this this is the Chinese method of corruption. Chapter one of Secret Empires by Peter Schweiker points out that when the Chinese do corruption, they don't give the money directly to you. They give it to your family, not your wife, because that has to be reported. So millions of dollars went to a drug addict. Tens of millions. And millions of dollars went to a broken down lobbyist, his brother. And they were paying all his bills and they were kicking back half of it to Joe. So in that that email... Hunter Biden says, I have to give half of my salary to pop pop. Of course is Joe Biden. So that's how it worked. The princeling model of graft and corruption. If you want to buy a politician, you give the money to one of their sons or daughters. They're able to provide for the entire family, lavish them with houses and cars and vacations and yachts. And the politician can claim ignorance of it. Plausible deniability. How do you think Joe Biden is living in a, I don't know how many tens of millions of dollars that mansion he lives in is worth, or buying a $4 million beach house, or living in a $20 million mansion in Washington, D.C.? He did that on a government salary? Hell no. Anybody with half a brain can see that's not the case. The media says, oh, this is, this is Russian disinformation. We got to ignore it. You have a, a moral obligation to turn a blind eye to Joe Biden's corruption because this is a, a Russian disinformation. And tonight, the Trump campaign is accusing Twitter and Facebook of censorship after the social media companies blocked the spread of an unverified story. Unverified, she says. It's on the email. The FBI has the laptop. It's got photographs, compromising photographs of Hunter Biden on it. They're not trying to verify the story, the biggest political scandal in their lifetime. About former Vice President Joe Biden's son and a laptop allegedly full of his old emails. It's a story raising concerns about whether it's real or just designed to sow confusion in the final weeks of the election. Here's CBS's Nancy Cordes. <laughs> Nice setup there by Nora O'Donnell. Oh, it's Russian disinformation designed to sow confusion. 
And I'll say it again. If Joe Biden is elected, all of this information is not going away. All of this damning information, he's going to have to answer questions about it at one time. If, Joe, if Donald Trump loses this election, he should most definitely, or whether he wins or loses, he needs to assign a special prosecutor to look into the corruption and graft of the former vice president of the United States. This is a violation of the Foreign Corruption Act, Foreign Nations Corruption Act. It would probably fit into some categories as uh, espionage violations as well. Where, where are our vaunted intel agencies that were hounding Donald Trump based on the bogus dossier that Hillary Clinton campaign manufactured? Where are they now? Where are all of the anonymous leaks to the New York Times and the Washington Post showing what they found out about these emails? Have, have the FBI even done anything with this laptop? As near as I can tell, they spent more time investigating the uh, the Bubba Watson news scandal than they have on this this massive threat to our national security. So they're attacking the New York Post. They're saying, oh, it's just a tabloid. It's a tabloid. You can't pay attention to a tabloid. <laughs> it was a tabloid, the National Enquirer, that broke the story of the Monica Lewinsky scandal it was a tabloid that broke the story of John Edwards scandal. The, apparently the format of the report, the, the newspaper now is what determines whether they're legitimate. Here's Joe Scarborough over at morning Joe, uh, doing his, his best disinformation campaign. Let me when when there is a New York Post article that is false, um, it's much better for Twitter to let people read the New York Post article and sit there and laugh at the hokey story of a computer uh, repairman looking at a computer going, this sure does look suspicious to me. I'm going to call Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> no, he called the FBI first, doofus. Let that out okay because people will read the story and then they'll go this is really one of the stupidest october surprises i've ever seen before but what did he have x-ray vision oh my lord okay what? This, ed loose this don't look right thank you ed uh we'll be reading your no he didn't have x-ray vision he had uh he was legally blind but he was able to read these emails through a magnification and knew what he had and knew that his life was in danger, that somebody might come to try to uh, to recover that laptop and eliminate anybody that could testify if they thought it was still secret. This guy was in danger. The Biden campaign says, well, Twitter says it's false, so you can't believe it. Okay. Here is Miranda Devine, uh, an editorial writer over at the Washington Post, commenting on this effort to discredit the, the newspaper. Well, this has absolutely nothing to do with Russia. That's just ridiculous. And secondly, yes, Rudy Giuliani was the one who brought the uh, laptop, Hunter Biden's laptop, the hard drive, 
to us. Um, that's true. But that's because Hunter Biden left his laptop at a Mac repair shop last April in Delaware, and then he failed to pick it up. He abandoned his laptop. And the guy who owns that Mac repair shop sat on it for eight months. He's owed money by Hunter Biden for fixing it because it was water damaged. And then he's watching the television. He sees the impeachment stuff. It rings a bell with him. He has a look at what's on the laptop or the hard drive. He contacts the FBI. doesn't contact Rudy Giuliani or anyone else. FBI. They come along. They pick up the laptop. Then he hears nothing. The FBI has done nothing. So he contacts a, a senator, con- conservative senator, Mike Lee, sends an email, no response. Sends an email to a conservative group, no response. Sends an email to Rudy Giuliani because he saw him on television talking about the whole issue about. You know why Mike Lee never took action on it or Ron Johnson? Because they knew that they would be immediately smeared as Russian operatives if they brought this information forward. So they sat on it. Now, Rudy Giuliani is doing a massive service for this nation. I just hope uh, enough people are able to find out about these revelations of graft and corruption to make a difference in this election. Marisma. And lo and behold, Rudy Giuliani is the only one who pays attention to this guy. There's the story. And so, you know, there's no apology for us publishing actual emails from Hunter Biden's laptop, which show that his father, quite contrary to his protestations, that he knows nothing about Burisma, knows nothing about his son's business dealings overseas, emails show... Well, maybe Joe Biden was trying to be stupid. Maybe he didn't want to know anything about it, but we need to know how he's able to afford all of this information on a $150,000 a year salary, all of uh, all of these mansions. It looks like Hunter Biden and Jim Biden, Joe Biden's brother, and his sister were all engaged in a massive graft, taking in millions of dollars and gifting it to the rest of the family. And Joe and uh, Hunter Biden says right there in the email that uh, that Pop takes half of my salary. Oh man. It's Russian disinformation. It's Russian disinformation. Pay no attention to it. Oh, if it was Russian disinformation, they would have already proven that. And that that would be the story. Well, that takes us to the end of another week of Right Now with Jim Dawes. It's going to be a fun weekend as uh, the Donald Trump campaign rolls on. And I hope you'll join us again Monday right here on the Mojo 5 Radio Network. See you then. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. 
Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.